0: Hello,
1: and welcome to another uh, talk here. This is going to be a podcast edition of the uh, My One and Only Love uh, Drop 2 and Drop 3 Voicings. This is part three in the series. Um, and this is a practice ideas and concepts uh, video and the YouTube member area. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, be sure to check that out. I have a link to uh, the website, preference.com, in the uh, description below. And you can uh, learn more about that YouTube member area there. Alright, so let's
0: get started here. Um, so we're going to look
1: at um, and listen to uh, some voicings here. Um, and what we've done so far is taking a look at the A section. We're going to continue looking at the, at the A section of My One and Only Love. And uh, we had these uh, tones here. Let's say we have a C major seven, C major nine, like C major nine here. Uh, so let's say we have these, tones on the middle two strings here. So we had the first inversion of the drop two, we had the second inversion of drop three. Um, So when we have these situated here on the middle two strings, three and three strings, excuse me, three and uh, major seven, what if we swap strings for each of those two tones? So instead of 3-7, we'll have 7-3, from low to high 7-3 now. Okay. So that gives us a whole other series of um, chords to, to work with. So now rather than starting on the third inversion of C major 7, we we're or first inversion, excuse me, first inversion of C major seven. We're going to start on the third inversion of C major seven. And in this talk, we'll go through the uh, drop
0: two voicings. Okay.
1: All right, so we're going to go chord by chord. Kind of the idea is to think about a string. As a, as a voice and think about how a note changes from one string to the next. So basically are having uh, four voices in this video, top four strings. Um, each have their own kind of individual uh, voice in their group. And that's how we come up with this uh, voicing. OK, so there we have it. Uh, see? major seven in third inversion now um, before i go on too much this this is really going to be very helpful because it it gives us a core idea of of what what we're dealing with as far as sound. so then we can if you're watching this in the um on the video top two notes are in gray low two notes are in blue for these voicings so we could take these um, gray notes and changes to them, you know maybe place the root with a nine, place the five with a sharp eleven, let's say, or place the five with a six. So it gives us an idea. and then also when we're we're um, working with uh, overview and analysis or, or anything else, we can have a, have a a foundation, and so if we see a chord that we like, we can identify kind of where it came from. All right now we're moving to A minor 7. So we're in 10th position, and we have the first inversion of that chord, so I'm gonna try to think about how the voices are moving, right? So this is going up. So try to listen for those voices. I don't know if I'll do this on every, every one, but. So that's that's how our voices are moving into the A minor seven, a minor seven to the D minor seven here. All right so this voice moves down, this voice moves down.
0: Okay, and then um, think about the context too of the root note here. Next up we go to
1: uh, G seven, so from D minor seven to the G seven. Now, sort of an interesting thing, right? Because if we if we back up to the A minor seven, voices on the third and second, third, excuse me, third and first strings, they both move down while. Strings four and two remain the same. Now as we move from D minor to G7, the voices on the first and third strings are remaining the same. Strings four, two are moving down. Okay, so that's an interesting phenomenon to, to think about. Those particular uh root notes a to d to g that's circle of fifths right and then we look at the stepwise motion of um of our voicings
0: we get that sort of phenomenon there
1: okay and now we so we had g7 now we have E7 flat nine or G sharp, which we're relating to G sharp diminished. So we hear that change, right? So it's it's a lot like it's a very it's a very interesting thing, right? Because we could say if we raised this up and, and looked at it in the context of of oh, G. Say oh well that's a G flat nine. If we look at it from the perspective of E, then we can say, okay, that's an E7 flat nine. Okay, so we could do the same for uh, B flat and C sharp, you know, just just as far as relating everything. Um, But we're thinking about E7 Flat nine, because that's the secondary dominant of uh, A minor, the sixth chord, which is a five, one,
0: and the relative minor.
1: Okay, so in this case, as we found, we have three voices remaining the same and one moving upward. Okay, now we move to A minor seven, which is what we expect, right? So we're going from this to this. And we can hear that resolution there, the tension and release. All right, so in this case, we have all these these notes moving up. That's
0: first inversion of A minor seven. And
1: then we're going to F major seven. Just going to mention a little something extra here. Um, since we're trying to stay with first inversion and third inversion type chords, we're going to um, we're gonna move this down quite a bit here. So this is these voices are kind of moving a pretty good distance. But I'm gonna mention that if you were to take that first inversion of A minor seven, let this note fall full step, then we get the second inversion of F major seven. So that's that kind of illustrates how closely related these two chords are. All right, but moving down to F major seven, first inversion major seven here.
0: Okay, and then we get D minor seven, third inversion chord.
1: We've gone from this up to this. Now, if we wanted to, you know, we could say A minor seven to to that F major seven we talked about in second inversion, and then D minor seven. So these are all, you know, pretty pretty much related. Um, And uh, so good morning, yeah, um, thanks for joining in. Um, So we have this, so if we we had this on the D minor, that would be a a D minor nine, so that's another thing. So there's a lot of relatedness going on
0: with uh, chords and things.
1: Okay, now we have uh, G7. So we went through this before a little bit. So D minor seven to G7. So we get this nice motion here. All right, so we have E minor seven. Okay, so we're gonna get, get a similar motion here, but going from E minor seven to A seven. Okay, so just to review. Get all that. And then we're back to D minor seven. And we're going to head up to B minor 7, flat 5, so we're in 12th position. We Get that. Okay, now this is circle of fifths again, so we get a 2-5. This note is going to drop a half step, right, from where we were, so we get B minor 7, flat 5, that's first inversion to third inversion, E7, we've replaced the root with a flat nine. Notice that the flat five of the B7 becomes the flat nine of the E7. And also notice that we have one of those diminished seven type chords. Place that over E and we have context
0: E7, flat nine
1: And that brings us to a minor seven. So we have a, a two, five, one and a minor. Okay? so again, you can trace those tones there.
0: Okay, moving into D seven. Okay,
1: that's third inversion. So the the one becomes kind of a two. So it's sort of a dual function there. Right. So we get B minor seven flat five. E seven, flat nine, A minor seven, and then D seven. Now I'll mention there too, um, that's a that's another particularly good spot to make some changes to that chord. So we have right third inversion. We could lower this fifth and we get the d7 sharp 11. uh we can even move up this 9. place place a 9 there so we replace the root
0: with a 9.
1: okay and then we get d minor 7. so d7 to d minor 7. Let's hear how that would sound if we went from the D7 with the sharp 11 and the 9 to the D minor. Okay, so that's pretty cool. That works. What if we go to D minor 9, okay, so then we can track some of these voices. This goes down, this comes up. Okay and then we're back to G7. And again there are you know many things we can do with this but let's let's look at D minor moving to G7. So this note this voice is moving down. Fourth string is moving down. so we're moving from uh, one to the next there and then we could also you know add all sorts of extensions to this any number of different combinations and that's that's kind of the fun thing you know to do as we go to this c major 7 you know, especially those dominant seventh chords.
0: There's a lot of uh, a lot
1: of different extensions that are are very workable. So, um, and then we get to C major seven. But again, you know, we could place a nine on that. Put it over the C.
0: okay great so that's
1: um that's kind of the idea look for those uh especially those two five ones and and see you know how that motion works uh whether it's in major or minor and um also take a look at um, the relatedness of, of various chords and then see if uh, you know changing those the fifth and the root of of the note to uh, experiment with different
0: sounds on those
1: All right well that's going to conclude our talk for today so um, so the, the practice idea here is try to move from one chord to the next you know practice one change and um and so the, the concept is just to take the, the voices and look individually at how each string is moving from one to the next. All right, everybody.
0: Well, thanks for um, checking out this talk, and I will see you all in the next one.